Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Happy Saturday morning, Denver. Be a mentor, be a fan is our campaign here at Denver Sports 104.3 The Fan as we're advocating and encouraging people here in the Denver community to get involved with mentorship, to find a way to help impact the next generation here in our community. Every Saturday morning, I'm Rod Sharon, and I've had the opportunity to sit down and talk with different personalities, former athletes, people who've worked in media and continue to work in media or other areas here that we find interesting and can share compelling stories about how mentorship has affected them, whether it was people who helped them along the way to get to where they are now or people they're maybe helping uh, get to their next stage. As we're trying to get more and more people involved, denversports.com slash mentor. That is the website where encouraging everybody to go to denversports.com slash mentor. There's a ton of great resources there, including how you can get involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado, a wonderful local organization that we're proud to be partnered with uh, in this endeavor. They've they've got a huge need for mentors, specifically men uh, that can come in and, and lend a helping hand, put an arm around and, and provide some guidance uh, to our youth that could truly use it. So as I mentioned, every Saturday morning, we talk with someone different and uh, get some different perspectives. And this is what I'm really excited for, because we've had the opportunity to talk to seasoned broadcast professionals who had decades long careers. Uh, we've had a chance to talk to professional athletes that have you know, reached the, the, the kind of apex of, of their profession that's so challenging and hard to get to. Now we get the opportunity to talk to someone who is young, uh, young in their career for sure, and also breaking down some barriers that can be challenging as well uh, in their specific industry. And that's Rachel V. Hill from Denver Sports and denversports.com. You see her on Coffee Break each day. You see her in the sports uh, office videos that are posted online. In addition, you'll hear her occasionally on 104.3 The Fan as well. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. How are you? I'm excited to do this, Rachel. And I get excited to talk to everybody, but your story specifically uh, is exciting to me because... In some respects, it's obviously very much still being written. You're very early in your career, but uh, what a journey to get to where you are now because the job you have as a, a digital host with Denver Sports, DenverSports.com, this is a job that did not even exist five years ago, not just here, but with most companies. So uh, truly a trailblazer in that regard of, of helping create something new. And I think there's probably some great lessons of the people that helped you get there uh, that can be implored to the next generation of whoever's going to take this ball that we're running with right now and, and take it another direction in the future. First of all, this is so weird because usually I'm the one asking questions. And so to have it be put back on me, um, I'm very, thank you for having me this morning. I really do appreciate it. But yeah, the, the whole journey and digital media, social media in general is just crazy how it's just changed so much. And really the reason I started doing a lot of this is because this was the stuff I wanted to watch. And so I was like, you know what? I really want to be able to see what it's like from behind the scenes going to a game. What are people eating? What are people, where do they sit? How does a work day look for them? And so essentially I was like, you know what? I want to bring that into it. But my love for sports started. I went to a Broncos game when I was like 10 years old and I got to go to a preseason game. And I remember I fell in love with the sport and I was like, I 100% want to get into this. I couldn't play football. You know, I'm 5'4", 120 pounds. Like, there's no way I'm going to play football. But my, I don't know. You're pretty quick, Rachel. You might have. I can be a little fast. Chance. I don't know if I could do that. But it was the fact that my aunt, who was a female and loved football and had such a knowledge of it, she really was like, you know what? You can do absolutely anything you want to do. But also my dad was so involved in the fantasy football side of football that it was just like, 
you 100% can get into this. This isn't just for the guys. And so having mentors that just truthfully believed in you, maybe they didn't work in the industry or anything, but I think a lot of it is just having people who believe in you and who can see the vision too. I think that's really beneficial. So let's start. So you mentioned you went to a, a Broncos game, a preseason game as a youngster, and that's when you, you kind of fell in love in, with sports. At what point did you start to think like what you were going to do within sports? And was there someone that you either looked up to or someone who maybe helped point you or guide you towards that direction? I just knew based off of seeing, you know, people that I'd seen on TV, I was like, okay, I I can't play football. I'm never going to be one of the guys that's going to be out there. But there were so many women, Michelle Tofoya, uh, Aaron Andrews, just that I saw on my TV. And I was like, okay, I could totally do that. And then I, of course, was growing up and I saw more women. Chris Budden's a fantastic one that I look up to, too. Laura Oakman, who really, really helped be a pioneer for me because she got me involved with a program called Galvanize. And that's essentially she tried to help younger women. I was still in college, really early on in college, and we got to go interview head coaches. I interviewed Dan Quinn, like one-on-one with the Falcons. And I just remember I fell in love with that process and she was just so nice. And, you know, she really guided me and she wasn't just like here for the fluff of like, Oh, I'm helping women. Like she actually, if she didn't like a question, she was like, you need to rephrase it this way. Like I'm going to help you get to the point that you are. And I owe her so much for helping me just get into it. So talk to me a little bit about as you're transitioning from high school into college. At this point, you kind of have an idea of what you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You end up going to CSU. Uh, When you got there, were were there any teachers, professors, maybe fellow students, something like that, that kind of maybe helped point you or guide you in in a certain direction? Yeah, I mean, there was just a bunch of women that were already working for it was CTV up at Colorado State, and it's the student run TV station. So there were already a bunch of women in the field of sports. So it was great that I could kind of go in there and not feel like an outcast. I think that's sometimes one of the things with working in sports is you can walk into a room and it's all men, but there were already women there. And so honestly, just that experience alone, I think we gave me a lot of confidence to walk into any room and be like, you know, I can totally do this. And um, there was when one Bryn Carmen and she is she now works in news but I just remember she held herself with such grace and she was just so good at what she did and I walked into every room with her and I was like you know what I can be that person too like I'm still a little freshman but I can be that person when I'm a junior or a senior and she just did such a phenomenal job her entire college career and I felt like that by the time I was a senior I was kind of being able to do that for some of the younger girls that were coming in and I really like I just wanted them to always feel confident when they walked into any room, whether there was females or males in it. It's a good example of what we talk about here with mentorship of how someone helped show you an example, show you how to carry yourself, kind of put you yep. in a position where you were going to be comfortable along the way. As you were beginning to transition out of college and you were watching a, a younger generation uh, already than you, which, you know, you're young at the time, but you're seeing freshmen and sophomore, et cetera, come in. Um, are you feeling a sense of responsibility to kind of help them become comfortable, give them whatever guidance that will help them through their college journey? Oh, my gosh, all the time. And I still do it. I love when I actually have a lot of parents who reach out for some like middle school kids or really early in high school. And they're like, hey, my daughter really wants to get into this. Like, do you have any advice? And I'm like, let me connect with her. Like, let me reach out to her, or have her reach out to me on social media. And that's one of the nice things about social media is anybody can reach out to anybody. It's not like I need your phone number. You know what I mean? And I love being able to talk to all of those women now and, you know, just see, oh, I really love this, but like, I also really love this. Well, now you can kind of tie a lot of that into it, right? Where you can, 
love sports, but there's that aspect where you really love, you know, designing schedules or something like that. And you can work in player personnel. And there's just so many different ways you can kind of make whatever dream job you want. And I've been able to do that in just the media field. Rachel V. Hill sitting with me, Raj Sharon, this Saturday morning for Be a Mentor, Be a Fan, as we're encouraging, advocating everyone listening to head to denversports.com slash mentor and get involved with mentorship. You're hearing stories with Rach from Rachel of how she not only received mentorship, but was a mentor herself uh, uh, as a bit of a pioneer, I would think I'd say, in the industry of what we do. Again, you have a, a job and a role that didn't even necessarily exist, and it's still kind of being grown uh, nowadays. So uh, t- talk to me about as you're leaving Colorado State. So you're getting ready to transition into the scary real world. Who's helping you through that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I mentioned galvanized. Laura Oakman was obviously incredible and she kind of gave me that confidence, but she also had told me, you know, early on and she was like, you want to get a job in sports, you need to have internships. So I interned every single year all the time, as much as I could. I worked for the athletic department. I went down to Colorado Springs and worked for stations there for two summers. I got as many as I could in Denver. And that ultimately led my boss telling me at the time when I went to the Western Athletic Conference, which was my first job out of college, he said, we hired you because you had so much experience. So it kind of all ties back to what Laura did. And she was like, this is what you need to do 100%. And so I really took what she said. And I was like, you know what? I really want to make it in this industry. So I get my first job at the Western Athletic Conference. My boss, Eric Danner, was fantastic. You know, I was so fresh and thinking back now, like it would take us a hundred takes to get through like two sentences, I swear. And I would get so frustrated. And he was like, just take a breather. Everything's going to be okay. Like we're just getting started with this. And his patience honestly changed everything for me. Like now I can hop on for an hour and just talk straight and I don't have any worries about it. But I think back to the girl that could barely get two sentences out without like stumbling over her words or worried she was going to sound stupid. But that confidence from him really helped me now to where I am in my career. Confidence is such a big part of mentorship. It's a huge reason we've chosen this as our avenue and our our, our big campaign here at Denver Sports and at 104.3 The Fan because with that confidence that can come from mentorship as well, like you mentioned with your boss there, of someone putting their arm around you, making you believe in yourself, helping you become the best version of your success, you get a more confident, you get a better version of everyone along the way. And that's where it's so exciting about... um, from both sides of it, because mm-hmm. the mentor, it's just as exciting to see the other person that you're trying to help uh, grow and, and improve. And you can have that same impact, whether you, whatever your industry is, it, you could be a coach, it could be sports or it could be something in life. Uh, sometimes it's just taking someone to a to a movie or out to eat a, a young person and, and helping build their confidence in that way. It can go a long way. So so, Rachel, you're, you're at the whack and you're, you're doing all kinds of great stuff in your first job out of school, which for a lot of people, that's maybe a second job or a third job out of school. And you, you were able to sort of make a jump there and because of all the internship experience that you referenced that came again from advice you've gotten from a mentor early on. As you're going through that and you're at the WAC and you're working your job, are you beginning to look at see, okay, like, like this is good. Like this might be the next thing I'd like to do. And uh, is there anyone who's maybe helping you through that process? Yeah. So I knew I didn't want to be tied to a conference because as we all can know in sports, sometimes it can be a little difficult to tell the truth when you are directly tied to a team or to a conference. And I really wanted to be able to speak about how I felt about whatever team we were watching. So I knew I wanted to eventually, you know, move on from that. And I got really lucky that I started working with a woman named Jill Montgomery and she does a talent agency and she really helps you know perfect your craft essentially and so I had started working with her and she was like you really should just start branching out and see if there's anything else going on in the area now ultimately I, I know I say I wanted to like leave working or being tied to a team but it led me to the Colorado Rapids where I got to be a host and that actually was super beneficial because it was not just behind a camera I was in front of 
I don't know, 20,000 people who would go out to a Rapids game and be able to watch it. And there's, I did a little bit in college, but there's a different vibe when you're in a stadium and this is a professional sport and they expect you to act as a professional instead of them. They know you're just a college kid and whatever. And so she helped me perfect my craft. I met with her weekly. And again, it came back to that confidence and she just had so much faith in me. And she was like, I can see it. I know you're going to be able to do this. Like, we're just going to work through all those things. And I think that's what's so important in a mentor is just having somebody who's like, I can see the future that you want, but here's the little details that we need to help, right? Here's like, let's have these conversations about what you're scared about or how we can advance you to the next thing. And that was just really important. And she did such a good job. And again, it was that confidence that she brought me to that helped me be able to go to the rapid. It doesn't always have to be the biggest piece of advice, everybody. It doesn't always have to be uh, mapping out an entire plan for someone. It can just be those little like tidbits that you're those mentioning. Those little conversations that allow you to just express how you're feeling or what you're nervous about. Rachel, let's pick up more with the Rapids. And then eventually, as you got here to Denver Sports 104.3 The Fan, we'll do that next on Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Welcome back to Be a Mentor, Be a Fan here on 104.3 The Fan as we're talking about our campaign advocating for people to get involved with mentorship. Denversports.com slash mentor is the website that we're referring people to where you can get involved with a great organization, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado, that has a desperate need for mentors, especially men. I'm Rod Sharon. Pleased to be sitting here today with Rachel V. Hill from Denversports.com. You see her on Coffee Break. And we've been talking about Rachel's career, which is uh, certainly a unique one. She has a, a role in a job that didn't even exist a few years ago. And has found a way to um, kind of craft that and mold that into her own. When we last left, you had just gotten to the Rapids, Rachel, and you were talking about the experience of being in front of a large crowd and how it really helped you perfect your craft. And you had a mentor that was helping you sort of get through that. As you're working in that process and you're still doing your work at the WAC, what's next for you? What are you beginning to think about as kind of the next step in your progression? I, I really wanted to get into working in football. Broncos obviously got me involved in sports and wanting to work in this industry. So I was like, okay, what's next? But it was also kind of this, I got sent to the bubble because COVID had just started and it was like, all right, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to find another job because we don't know how long this pandemic is going to go on. We don't know what this is going to look like. But my boss at the Rapids was like, you know what? I have an awesome opportunity for you. We're sending you to the bubble. You're going to be the only one with the team down there. We're going to need you to know all these different skills and be able to do this. And that was a life-changing experience. I was down there for three weeks. You know, we're all wearing masks and we're all walking around and we have like a very set schedule of what things are looking like and the interview process. And I'm just starting to kind of figure out what it's like to do this on your own, but at a professional level. And I just remember having conversations with my boss over there at the Rapids and he was like, listen, Rachel, you can 100% do this and what you're doing is really, really good. And I would add my own like little, I don't know, spark to different types of stuff we were doing for content. And he was like, I love this. Like, keep doing this. Keep giving us something a little bit more than just your basic package. And so it was, again, that confidence level we've talked about so much is, hey, I love this little thing you did. Now let's keep doing it. And it sort of starts to build your quote unquote brand, I guess you could say, and you just start to work. And then I remember you told me when you called me the day because you were looking for somebody for this position, you were like, I saw what you were doing at the Rapids and I loved it. And that was just another one of those boosts of confidence of I was being myself and people are actually really enjoying that content that's coming out. 
Well, and the confidence you got to be yourself from the mentors yep. is what got you there. And it's crazy because it's these little conversations that people are having with you and they don't realize how big of an impact it actually has on you in the long term. I mean, all of these little conversations that I've had from Galvanize back when I was in high school or early in college to my first boss just being so patient with me and all of these things ultimately led me up to where I am here. And I feel like I can walk around with so much confidence and I get that from all of my coworkers too who are just like, we love what you're doing, Rachel, but it's all those little conversations that nobody knows that happen behind the scenes. So you're working at the Rapids. You're still doing work for the WAC as well, and you're, you're gaining that experience. And here's where I get to interject some of my stories or anecdotes to it. So, And I keep stressing it because I do think it's unique, the concept of building something new that doesn't necessarily exist because oftentimes someone has a specific job. I host this show. I produce this time slot, whatever it is. They leave. We replace them. That's sort of how our industry has worked. But at some point, something has to start from somewhere. And uh, we had someone here, uh, a previous employee, Kendall Valenzuela. Everyone remembers Kendall. She was great. Uh, And she did a lot of different things for us. She wore a a lot of different hats. She got a different opportunity. She was leaving. And so it was an opportunity to sit and rethink, like, what is this position and what is this position going to be? And truthfully, Rachel, I don't know if you know this. We didn't exactly know when we started the search of exactly, hey, this is what it's going to be and this is what we're going to create. I think we were we just had a general idea. We want something different, something cool, something unique, something people can attach to. We kind of knew what it was, but we didn't know how to find it. And, uh, you know, when when I wound up stumbling upon your work and I'll give credit to uh, a friend of ours who used to work in the market, Lauren Jabara, because she was the one who initially introduced us and kind of connected us. And I started watching your stuff. I was like, wow, like really talented, really impressive. But it was only when we met and you started to talk about your creativity Mm -hmm. and your ideas to kind of make the job your own. That was when we knew you were the person for us to fit the role. Where did that confidence level come from to sit down with people you didn't really know that well? You know, we just talked on the phone one or two times and uh, working at a, you know, a big company and talked about getting to football and being able to cover all the sports and that sort of thing. Where did that confidence level come from to not only sit down and, and, and know you had the talent to stand in front of a camera or whatever it is, but you had the ideation behind it as well. What's really weird is when I was at the WAC, when I replaced the woman that left, her name was Jessie Punch. She was fantastic at what she did. And I essentially just was like the next person in, right? And I hated that because I felt like I had never lived up to what she was able to do. And so I was like, you know what? Anytime you can create something of your own, first of all, you're going to be super passionate about it. So it's always going to come across really, really good on camera. And I knew I wanted to do that for any of the jobs. So anytime I went into a job interview, I was like, I have a list of all these ideas that I want to be able to do because of the confidence that I've had from all the mentors where I would add a little bit of flair to something and they would say, you know what? We love this. Keep going. And so just because I've been not in the industry, but I had been working towards getting into the industry for 10 years at that point. I was like, okay, I know exactly what I want to do. I know like how I want to portray this, I guess I could say. And I know the little tidbits I want to do on the side too. So when we sat down for our conversation, I was like, I already know what I want to do. I know what I would want this role to look like. And I know how I can do it because I've spent so much time also researching it and like knowing what I want it to look like are in the sports office vlogs. I've watched YouTube since I was like, 10 years old. And I'm like, 
I love the vlogs, but I never saw something of what I wanted to actually learn. And that was being in sports and seeing all of it. And now it's, of course, this huge thing and everybody does the vlogs. But I hope that I have but a But you have bit. your own flair to it that you brought. Like, yeah. and, and I remember that stood out to us watching it. Like you'll do the – like not every vlog does the what's the meal being served tonight. Or you have like your transitions where we'll see your shoes that you're wearing yep. walking in. Those are the little things that make up Rachel beyond just the when you talk, your personality. Yep. Uh, I, I can see a Rachel production. And I, I know I'm different because I see so much of your stuff. But I know a Rachel production without even seeing you. Yeah. I, I can tell from your edits and how you do stuff. that, And those are skills you picked up with help from some of these mentors along the way to craft whatever your vision was going to be. Oh, for sure. And even mentors that I haven't had conversations with, direct conversations, because I've seen the work, because they've been willing to put themselves out there all the time. Like, that means a lot. And I hope that that kind of comes across, too, for many of the work I do. Even if I don't, you know, speak directly to some of these younger women, I hope that they can see what work I'm doing and also feel confident enough to be like, hey, I could reach out to her if I, like, want to. And hopefully she would be able to get back to me. And I always will. But it's just, yeah, those little those little things and watching those YouTube videos and being like, look at these people putting themselves out there. Like, that confidence they have, I want that, too. So you wind up getting here uh, into a really new role you didn't really know anybody here tell me about what that process was like was there someone who kind of helped you get comfortable and helped you come out because we didn't come out day one and hey here's step one step two step three it was kind of a slow built process yeah so I remember walking in the door and my dad had listened to 104.3 the fan literally my entire childhood so I was always like all right like I know what I'm walking into but I never thought I would get into sports radio so it was just just completely like different mindset for me you know there's like tv there's like the digital space which is kind of a crossover i feel like between the two and then there's radio and i'm like wait a second i don't have to be concise in 30 seconds and tell you what i want to talk about i could talk about this for 10 minutes or an hour like we do on coffee break i'm like this is fantastic i love it and kendall actually um you guys had sent me up with kendall and you were like hey just like get to feel for her like what she loves about the job like what really worked for her and i remember sitting down and she just gave me like the full, hey, this is what's really great. Here's some struggles you're going to have. But if you fight for it, like you're going to be able to succeed a lot. And I just remember the complete honesty she gave me. I was like, all right, like she clearly loves her job and she was just ready for something new. But I was like, okay, so now how can I go in there and be like, this is what I want to do. And Coffee Break, I think I was working here for maybe nine months, I want to say, before it kind of came into the idea. But I was like, every single day I loved when I would do like little segments or whatever. And so I remember going to my boss, James Merrillat, and I was like, I have this idea. Tell me if you think it can happen. And he was like, full send. Let's go for it. Like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out in the long run. And now it's an hour-long production. We have no commercials on it at all. And it's just fantastic. Like, I love being able to sit there for an hour and hang out with the people, the regulars that join us every single day and just talk sports. And it's so fun. And it's just the confidence that everybody else gave me of, oh, this will work. And we're going to make sure that it does work. So now at um, your very, very advanced age, I say it facetiously, Rachel, (laughs) I've noticed you now becoming a mentor to others, not just in our building, but somewhat in our industry, but just even within our building, uh, uh, a Sydney who works with us here has filled in sometimes mm-hmm. on coffee break or some of the other people on the team that have filled in. And what is that like for you now, again, in a role that you've talked about of a role that really didn't exist? It's a, you know, it's a digital new position, a female in sports, which we all know it's well documented, sort of the barriers that you have to climb over and that yep. you're to enter all that stuff going on and now be helping a new generation of people and, and helping them improve. My biggest thing is, I again, we've said confidence so many times, but I just want Anytime somebody sits down with me to have a conversation, I want them to walk away feeling really confident in what they're able to do, but also adding their own flair like we've talked about a bunch because that's kind of what's 
put me aside from other people, I think, is that I've been t- I've had these conversations of like, we love these little things you're doing. Like, let's blow that up. Like, let's make that bigger. And all those conversations just really had helped. But we hear so much about the male dominated field and oh, my gosh, the male dominated field is so scary and you can't make it as a woman like that's not true anymore. But it is true of at least for me and my personal experience find what works for you. Don't try to be anybody else. I will never be a play-by-play person because that's just not my expertise. That's not where my passion is either. Can I spark really good conversations between different individuals that hopefully allows you to talk about something? Absolutely. And that's where I find passion. And I love coming up with new creative questions too. So don't try and be somebody that you're not, if you're not going to be a play-by-play person, which I'm not saying a woman can't be. We see plenty. Doris Burke, incredible. She is, but just find what you actually like doing and stick with that. Awesome. Well, Rach, we appreciate you sitting down and talking to us a little bit about your stories to get where you are. It's, it's really unique. It's obviously, as I mentioned, a book that is still very much being written and excited to see where it continues to go. Rachel V. Hill, uh, on this Saturday morning, denversports.com slash mentor. That is our website that we're encouraging and advocating everybody to go get involved with mentorship. And it, you could be a coach. You could be a mentor with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado, which is a wonderful organization. Uh, there's so many ways to get involved. You can do it professionally, as you've heard some of the stories from Rachel here today of people that were in a similar industry of hers and helped her along the way. And now she's passing that on uh, in what's uh, such a such a young field that we're all still kind of tracking our way through. Uh, you and I talk regularly of what's this new social media platform or what's this new this. And and I, I kind of look to you to know about it. And half the time you're like, Raj, I don't know yet. This is new. And we're all still sort of learning about it as we go through. But as people are continuing to get out into our industry or find other ways to get involved in the digital, digital industry, it's constantly growing. And that's what makes this so, so exciting. So thanks for taking the time on Saturday morning to share some of these stories with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Be a mentor. Be a fan. 30 years. That's how long Mountain High Appliance has been serving Colorado. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. As a local, family-owned and operated company, we're proud of our long history of helping families build the kitchens of their dreams. Because kitchens are where families gather and reconnect, where they share stories from their day and make plans for the future. And we're honored that you've made the Mountain High family part of your family for the past three decades. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff are always eager to help, and we're the only place where you can try before you buy with hundreds of appliances hooked up live. But the service doesn't stop there. We also offer professional delivery and installation. So why shop anywhere else? Visit a Mountain High Appliance showroom today in Littleton, Louisville, or our Denver Clearance Center. Open Monday through Friday till 530, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you.